0: Nobody believes you when you say you don't know how much money your family has got from the We Group. That information has been publicly shared, but I will highlight it. Well, then tell me mother, what it is. Uh, my mother, how much? I don't have it in front of me. Quite you don't frankly. know how much your family has received from this organization, which you tried to give a half billion dollars. Really? Can I answer, Mr. Polyev? I'm waiting. You haven't done an answer so far. Let's make this the mm-hmm. first
1: one. Yeah, how could you not know? It's been in the news for weeks. I mean, it would be as simple as the Prime Minister picking up the phone and saying, Oh, honey, how much did you get paid by WE? Or Mom, how much did you get paid by WE? Or Brother Dear, how much did you get paid by WE? I just kind of need to know because this is causing me a lot of headaches. So what did we learn today? Well, we learned that the Prime Minister was apparently the last guy to know he was handing a sole source grant to the WE charity. But when he did, he did all sorts of due diligence, even though the program was up and already running. What else did we learn? Oh, yes, that indeed he did know it would be a conflict because of how involved his family was with WE, but for whatever reason, it didn't even dawn on him or his cabinet or any adult in charge that, you know, giving WE Foundation, a shell company set up for real estate holdings, a near-billion-dollar grant might be a problem and put him in a very direct conflict of interest. Not to mention raise a few questions about his judgment and several times he made it clear, it's a civil services decision. It's all their fault. Let us bring in Pierre Pallievra, who is a conservative uh, finance, also finance critic, as well as was asking a lot of very tough questions today. Good to have you, sir.
0: Good to be with you.
1: Well, it's been a very busy day. Uh, One of the questions I I kind of came at me at first was how is it possible that the Prime Minister did not know until after this deal's already put together, it's already out the door, yet it hadn't even been signed off by Cabinet. How is it possible that he didn't know about this until May 8th, um, and already we had millions of dollars? I mean, is it possible?
0: The chronology he laid out is not possible. So today he claimed that cabinet only saw this proposal to fund we for this program uh, on may the um, 6th and then it didn't actually approve the proposal until may the 22nd but that of course is not possible because the government gave we the go-ahead to start implementing the program before that on may the 5th in other words the government had said to we please go forward, spend money, hire people, begin running this program on May 5th. Trudeau claims that the cabinet didn't even approve it until May the 22nd. You can't start a government program until the cabinet has pr- approved it. So somebody with the authority of the prime minister had to have signaled through the system to we that they could start this program. Otherwise, the bureaucrat's simply would not do it. It is a basic rule of how our government operates. Bureaucrats don't implement programs until cabinets create them.
1: And adding to the confusion, Katie Telford, his chief of staff, um, probably the the only semi-adult in the prime minister's office, uh, testified after that they didn't figure out how to even administrate this uh, near billion dollar grant until after the announcement, which was weeks later. So how do you announce a deal with zero details of how it's going to work, how it's going to be rolled out? You know, if the civil service actually came up with this, would those details not have been sorted out?
0: That's another great question. You know, Trudeau announces the program on the 22nd of April, and allegedly, according to Trudeau and his chief, cabinet didn't even approve it for a month later. How do you announce a program that hasn't even been created? Uh, the truth is what happened, I think, is that a bunch of uh, top-level liberals with connections to the WE group uh, concocted this whole scheme and where- did a total un- and run around the cabinet approval process to get it started. Uh, and uh, this, uh, you know, the, as evidence, uh, Miss Miss um, uh, Telford would not even tell the committee the names of the at least five PMO staffers who were in contact with the We Charity in this period. She 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 simply uh, refused uh, after being asked about a dozen times for their names. She said she would not reveal them, at least not at this meeting. So obviously. Top-level liberal staffers in the prime minister's office were talking with the WE Charity about setting up this program before it had any of the normal approvals. Uh, And this is, again, for a group that had paid the prime minister's family at least a half a million dollars in fees and expense reimbursements and had taken the finance minister on an illegal $41,000 vacation.
1: So is this a question of the prime minister covering this up, or is this the question of a prime minister who's clueless as to what's going on in his office or both?
0: I don't know yet. Uh, it's clear that there, there were well-connected liberals who were pushing this from the very start. Um, I I do believe they had a sympathetic ear with the prime minister who's uh, who for whom we had provide we charity had provided a platform had paid for free advertising for the prime minister had given his family almost a half a million dollars in expense expenses and fees uh, so he definitely didn't uh, stand in the way but it's not yet clear exactly whether it was his incompetence or his deliberate um, misconduct that led to this scandal.
1: I mean, it's it's impossible to understand how... I mean, I mean, first of all, apparently he didn't even want this deal after the fact. It's just, you know, it was the civil service, which he threw under the bus many, many times today. And I guess you should hope that no one comes forward from the civil service, because he claims that he didn't want this program. He pushed back. It was up to them to do the due diligence, which they admitted in testimony they didn't even bother to do. Um, it's hard to believe that a near billion dollars almost went into a, a numbered shell company for real estate holdings. And... And no one, um, you know, no one. Despite the fact that he said he pushed for extra due diligence and wanted to make sure the eyes were dotted and the t's crossed, that no one, no one in government or the the public sector caught these these um, red flags waving about the WE charity or the foundation.
0: Well, uh, th- this whole story that the public servants forced fed him uh, this program is nonsense. I know the public servants, i worked with them for years. There's no way they would have dreamt, dreamt up such an insane program as this. They, uh, there's already a program that pays young people to help charities and uh, non-profits. It's called the Canada Summer Jobs Program. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's already in place if you just wanted to, more young people to help more charities. It just needed to bump up the budget, and the bureaucrats could have run that easily. The idea that they would have, on their own, dreamt up this cockamamie scheme to pay volunteers, itself a, an oxymoron, uh, and to do it through a group that had paid the prime minister's family over a half a million dollars in reimbursed expenses and fees, is insane. This was not driven by the public service. It was driven by politicians and their political staffers, teaming up with a very powerful uh, um, and influential group uh, called the We Charity.
1: And so the Prime Minister is supposed to do another hour and a half of testimony. Does he have to? Can he get out of that? Will he be back?
0: Well, the committee asked for three hours. He he only showed up for an hour and a half, and then he he sort of headed for the hills when when things got really tough in the middle of the meeting. So um, uh, we, we expect that he will be back to fulfill the other hour and a half.
1: And will you be calling the Kilbergers back? I mean, there was an exchange over the question of whether or not they hired, um, you know, investigators to go after uh, Jesse Brown of Canada Land. They didn't answer that question, and now we know through uh, the media that, uh, in fact, they did f- spend six hundred thousand um, dollars on an American outlet uh, to do, you know, some digging and dirty uh, dirt on, on Jesse Brown. Will you be calling them back to testify?
0: Um, we're, we're we're going to wait and see. I think now is the time to, to gather up other facts and information on this process, and then when that's done, we'll move on to the uh, to, to consideration of new witnesses.
1: And what is the biggest takeaway for you uh, as far as today of what we heard? What is the the kind of the key uh, new piece of information that that we learned?
0: Well, I think it's that the Prime Minister admits that he had worries about how it would look for him to direct a sole-sourced uh, um, program to, to a, an organization that had been paying his family so much money. Uh, he, he admits that, and, but he also admits that instead of putting the brakes on or, or going to the Ethics Commissioner to get some legal advice on how he could proceed properly, he, uh, he just decided to to, to proceed uh, so that, that adds an, another level of um, awareness on his part of the ethical problem uh, that he had got. He was about to get himself into. Uh, had he, uh, a, you know, given that, you know, we always thought that he sort of let it slide through carelessly. But now we know that he, he deliberately thought about the ethical problems, but instead of doing the right thing, he he went ahead.
1: Now, I know that you pushed through a motion uh, late uh, today after uh, the testimony uh, that did, in fact, get adopted, uh, you know, much to the um, you know s- sadness of the Liberal MPs who tried to quash this thing. And this is to reveal the names, dates and contents of communications between the prime minister's us, offices, staff and we. Um, when does that come out and what is the next move?
0: That, that uh, should be published by the end of next week. We passed the motion now. It asked for the Prime Minister's Office to provide the information within a calendar week, so that would be um, a week from Friday.
1: Well, I certainly hope the paper shredders aren't busy and uh, the delete buttons aren't being pressed, but uh, that could provide some interesting uh, revelations on that. Uh, Pierre, I, pr- I appreciate you joining us tonight. I know you've had a busy day. Thank you very much.
0: Great to be with you.